Hi, and welcome to Father Luke's homilies. This podcast is a broadcast of the homily preached at St Thomas of Canterbury Church in Brandon for the 27th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Today we look at the gift of faith and how we need to nourish our faith in order for it to increase and to grow. God bless you. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. The Lord replied, were your faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Which of you, with a servant ploughing or minding sheep, would say to him when he returned from the fields, come and have your meal immediately? Would he not be more likely to say, get my supper laid, Make yourself tidy and wait on me while I eat and drink. You can eat and drink yourself afterwards. Must he be grateful to the servant for doing what he was told? So with you. When you have done all you have been told to do, say, we are merely servants. We have done no more than our duty. The Gospel of the Lord. Fan into a flame the gift that God has given you. Everything is gift. God gives us so much. He sustains us. He is the very source and ground of our being. But probably the greatest gift that God gives to us after the gift of life, after the gift of existence itself, is the gift of faith. Faith, religious faith, is a gift from God. We may not always think of faith as a gift, but a gift it is. Now, faith at times might seem like something um, we do rather than a gift that we have. Faith can feel like a task, something that we must work really hard at in order to retain or to achieve. We're accustomed to um, thinking or or saying that we, we must have more faith, or somehow we must believe harder Or have more faith in God in this particular area of our life. And we berate ourselves when we don't. But really this kind of thinking, this mentality is inaccurate. It doesn't ring true when it comes to faith. In fact, it kind of misses the point altogether. You see, faith, religious faith, is supernatural. Not in the the sense of the the nonsense that you might find on some cable TV channels. Supernatural has nothing to do with all of that business that surrounds Halloween at this time of year. No, supernatural, the word supernatural, super and nature, supra and nature, means above nature, above the natural order. And this is why the disciples were right on the money when they asked Jesus in today's gospel, To increase their faith. 
In asking this, they realise that faith is a supernatural gift from a supernatural God. And as such, is something that can be intensified, increased, if God chooses. Now, as human beings, as Christians, we can be, as we know, people who have um, little faith, or we can be people who have great faith. Faith, of course, is not something that exists in isolation from everything else. It doesn't exist on its own in isolation from everyday life. The gift of faith requires a response, which incidentally is made in faith, natural faith. We respond to faith in faith, and that response in itself increases our capacity to receive more of the gift of faith which God desires for each of us. It's worth noting as well that there is this um, idea, it's popular among some people in our society, and particularly among the the more aggressive forms of atheism that says that says faith is silly, childish, at best meaningless, and at worst evil, and always downright unreasonable. Now just so we're clear, this is nonsense. Faith does not require blind trust, nor does it mean leaving our brains out of the equation. God gave us brains. God gives the gift of faith to rational beings. To have faith is an intelligent, reasonable, responsible, human thing to do. A human way to live. And that's why there are intelligent people in our history and intelligent people today who are religious, who have faith. Because it is an intelligent thing to do. The first, um, sorry, let me just say, uh, religious faith then is a supernatural gift. But it's a gift that demands a response. Demands a response. Someone gives us a gift and we just leave it all wrapped up, then it's not a lot of use. So let me offer three images to explain how this response might look. The first image. When each of us was baptised, we received the gift of faith in a real, concrete and tangible way. So faith had been working, had been operative up until that point in calling us, many of us as infants, to baptism. At this stage, faith had been working externally. So faith was there, but it was there in parents, family members and circumstances to bring us to the point of baptism. When we were baptised, the gift of faith then was freely given to us. But, and this is important, it is given to us in seed form. It is a seed of faith planted in the waters of baptism. The seed of faith is real, actually present, freely given, but it's only a seed. And just like any seed, it needs the right conditions to grow and to flourish. Just as a seed needs water, air and light, so the seed of faith 
needs to be nurtured, fed with the sacraments, the word of God, watered by the support of family and friends, nourished by prayer. If faith is fed, it will grow. If it's neglected or fed with rubbish, it will die. Faith is a gift that needs to be looked after. It needs to be used, sustained. The second image is faith as a muscle. If faith is a muscle and a muscle is not used, it will get weaker and weaker until it becomes a useless lump of flesh. Not using a muscle doesn't change the fact that the the muscle is still there, it's still present, but its strength and its effectivity as a muscle depends on it being used. The muscle of faith needs to be exercised, trained, so that it can get stronger, fitter, larger, and stand the tests that life will throw at it. The third image is the image that St. Paul gives us in our our second reading today, and that's faith as an ember that we must fan into a flame. It's not a a spirit of timidity, but the spirit of power and love and self-control. Faith is given to us through the power of the Holy Spirit. It is the power of God, and it is in and through the power of the Spirit that faith increases and takes root in our lives, but we have to allow it. We have to cooperate with God's Holy Spirit and create the right environment for the flame to burn. So how do we increase our faith? Well, first of all, by remembering that faith comes from God as a supernatural gift, And by asking, that is praying to the Lord to increase our faith. We follow the uh, disciples' example. Increase our faith is a prayer we must pray. Secondly, by feeding our faith with good, wholesome food and avoiding that which is destructive and not healthy to us. We nourish faith with prayer. Let's just be clear about this, folks. Prayer is essential for faith. If we do not pray, our faith will die. Full stop. Period, as the Americans say. All right, we have to pray. We have to pray to feed our faith. But we also nourish it with the sacraments, with reading the word of God in the Bible, with spiritual reading, and with sharing our faith, talking about it with family and friends. Thirdly, we exercise our faith muscles so that they get stronger. We are invited to be bold and confident for ourselves and for each other in prayer. We must practice what we preach, at least try to practice what we preach, and be willing to talk about our faith, not being ashamed of it, but being proud of this precious gift that God has given to us. We must fan into a flame the gift the Lord has given us. Amen.
Thank you for listening to my homily podcast. If you would like to know more about the Catholic parish of Brandon and Mildenhall, please visit our website at stthomas-stjohnparish.com. That's stthomas-stjohnparish.com. Alternatively, you can visit us at our Facebook page. So go to facebook.com forward slash BMRC Parish. If you'd like to read articles, musings and general offerings from uh, me, then uh, visit my personal blog at fatherlukegoymore.com. That's frlukegoymore.com. Hope this has been of some use to you. God bless you.